I'm Thomas Neeland, and this is Like Minds. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, we're back for week two of the Like Minds podcast. I hope you're all staying healthy and high-spirited. Well, let's get right into today's poem. At Land's Edge is a Sestina verse poem that accentuates a journey across the Atlantic Ocean during the transatlantic slave trade. The Sestina verse form is a form that poets either love or hate. To achieve this form, you pick six words, rotate them as the endings of each line in each stanza without repeating the same position, and then include two word endings per line in your final stanza. Now, that's a lot to take in, I know. The bottom line is that you'll have six stanzas, each containing six lines with each line alternating between the six words you've chosen in the beginning. To see this poem in action, visit thomasneeland.com slash blog. Here is At Land's Edge. Beyond the threshold of this door whispers the sea. And this slave house answers through the carvings imprinted in the stone foundation where crashing sea foam reaches its peak. Last night, I came to acknowledge that we may die as slaves and like our ancestors will join the ethereal ranks of our ancestral spirit. Tonight, I raise my chains in farewell and cast my eyes on the Atlantic waters. We death march down to the demon ship. I pray that God troubles the waters and takes us to paradise before we are crushed by the blackened sea. Every step away from the slave house takes another sliver of spirit from me. Just as the ocean's ebb and flow strips away concrete into a carving that can only be understood by the sons and daughters of slaves. And on that day of understanding, our generations will stand on liberation's peak. But for now, all we can do is remain silent and peek through the cracks between jams caused by frigid waters, reminding ourselves that our children will not be slaves. They will be masters of the land, air, and sea. They will be skillful architects and sculptors who carve out the hearts of stone and usher in a new spirit. I look at my son in chains next to his mother, and he hasn't lost his spirit. But I am on the brink of losing my sanity. I'm piqued by the slave master's bloody and merciless carvings on my brother's back and legs. The only healer now 
is holy water. I pray that the God of my mother and father engulfs us beneath the abyss of sea to end this cursed life of pain and sacrifice as the devil slaves. It is better to be drowned as a saint than to be sold into slavery. They'll beat, whip, and rape us until there is only a faint wisp of spirit. They'll beat, whip, rape, and bag us first before throwing us back to sea. They'll beat, whip, and curse us for seeking God on the mountain's peak. They'll beat, whip, and kill us, because, but it will not stop us from getting to the water. For our return is cemented on the stone in Dakar, where the ocean meets the carving. At our land's edge, there is a divine carving that tells a story about 12 million slaves, slaves whose skin and strength are forged by water, slaves whose prayers are delivered by the spirit, slaves whose visions and dreams are cast at the peak of moonrise over a somber sea. There is a sunrise at the edge of sea. Carving mountain peaks over the eastern seacoast of a new land where slaves will find that at land's edge, a spirit is ready to lead us to new territory away from the water. The Like Minds Podcast is a production of author and poet Thomas Neeland in partnership with the Neeland Center for Poetry, Incorporated.